I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. We're going to talk a little bit about the all of the minor league teams because um, let's just say it this way. The Rangers minor leagues is tearing it up at the moment, and that's mm-hmm. that's what we want to see. Let's start with down east, where, which is the youngest level that we're going to cover. We're not going to go to the Arizona leagues and all that. We're going to start with down east. The Wood Ducks have yet to lose in seven tries. They are 7-0 and uh, so far on the season and have some guys that are pitching really well and some guys that are hitting really, really well right now. You're going to have to give me just a second. <laughs> yeah, no. So down east has been, uh, I, I've again, I, I've been, if you've been keeping up at the Ranger Report and then the Riders Report, which I also have that we've been covering some uh, Rough Riders games. I've also been in the MILB app and watching a little bit of down east as well. And uh, they have been, let's just say they've been a lot of fun to watch, but of course it's single A. Their broadcasts aren't all that great. They're kind of yeah. hard. They're kind of hard to watch sometimes, but because uh, there's just not a lot to it. But you got, uh, well, of course, we're not doing them. That's why. Yeah, well, yeah, if we were doing them, it, they would be fantastic. <laughs> but you got, you know, like Lewis Angle Acuna, who's a good prospect for the Rangers down there, who is having a pretty good season so far. I'm looking at the names on the list here. They've got some, they've got some guys that have really, uh, really done well. And again, no matter what round or what league you're in, being seven and zero is a pretty good start to a season. Oh, yeah, and you're still competing at those levels. I know with the development phase, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It's developmental leagues. <clears throat> but you're still competing and, and being in winning situations and losing situations and learning how to win and, and, and all that kind of – all those kinds of things and situational baseball. Winning kind of shows you what you got. Yep. And it, I just I've, – I've never, I've never taken the bait on those. Well, it doesn't matter because, you know, 
the score doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. These guys are playing to win. Yeah. If you're not playing to win, you don't need to be competing, period. So <clears throat> Evan Carter is another name. Uh, 318, he's hitting 318 right now. Yeah. And uh, he's, uh, I believe he's a leadoff hitter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you are not mistaken. Okay. And uh, that's what you want to see. 500 on base percentage. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Kyber Rodriguez, third baseman. He's got a 407 OBP. Home runs are not going to be huge in the, no. in the minors. Now, no. here I go contradicting myself. But, uh, yeah, these guys, again, are developing. Uh, some of them aren't even fully developed physically. So, yeah, um, you got two players with seven RBIs already. You said Acuna. Luis Angel, Acuna. Yep. Yep. And Rodriguez has got seven RBIs. So, yeah, they're they're doing very well. And I need to look at the pitching because I know they have been pitching very well. They have been. And that's the thing. Like down there, you're, you're most most of your, your fans, unless they're hardcore fans, are going to keep up with Round Rock and Frisco. But a lot of them aren't going to look down at these levels. And if you do have the MILB app, and I recommend it, um, this is the first year I've had it, and I love it because, you know, Rangers play during the day. I can watch them at night. And then, of course, we've taken some duty where CJ's tweeted the Rangers game and I've tweeted the Frisco game. And it's been a lot of fun because with the Rangers, you know, having having daughters at home, you know, I, I if I didn't, I would just put one on the TV and one on my tablet. But mm-hmm. since I have daughters, they don't want to baseball binge like I do. So I keep up with the Rangers through Twitter and I'll I watch Frisco and tweet them because Frisco has been a lot of fun, too. We'll get to them in a minute. But, yeah, the pitching mm-hmm. at Down East has been really, really good as well. But uh, that's what I was getting around to. If you have a chance, Down East is on there. Hickory is the only Rangers minor league team that doesn't have a TV broadcast. But you can still listen to them on the radio if you want. Yeah, I mean, those are the leagues that the those are the fresh, fresh, fresh new guys that the international signings of the 16, 17, 18 year old guys and the guys that are drafted right out of high school, super young guys. Yeah, all have high ceilings. And but we don't know where the how high the ceiling is or how low the floor is. So it's fun to watch there because you can see them, you know, go through like I did back when. uh, Oh, dang. Oh, dang. He was one of my favorite players. Yeah. Sounds like a Korean player. Oh, dang. He just pitched against us. And he was supposed to be the – hang on. You've got to be kidding me. Uh, for which team? Left, he... Left-hander. He used to pitch for – he was with the Rangers, was a high prospect. Now he was with he, – he just pitched against us. Um, oh, uh, um, oh, gosh. Now I'm doing the same thing you are. I'm yeah, dude. And I used to say this name all the time. Uh, let's see. Martin Perez. There it is. There, yeah, Martin Perez. Okay, let me restart that. Yeah, this it's the kind of league, you know, in high A and low A. Back when Martin Perez was coming through the Rangers organization, he was being so highly touted. And, and this goes back again to to prospects and being number one, number two, number three. Uh, Perez for many years was one of the top five Rangers prospects. It was supposed to be the next Johan Santana, but you – you didn't really get to see anything. You just read the tea leaves. Yeah. Uh, but exactly. now you can, you can, you can get more information on stuff like that and watch Martin Perez, you know, pitch in low A and high and, and all the way through. And by the time he gets to the Rangers, you know exactly who you're looking at. So yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to watch these minor league games, especially, especially when they get to Frisco because double A that is the be all tell all of whether or not a guy is going to make it or not. Correct. Yeah. And let, we'll kind of glean over Hickory, but I'll, I'll point out a couple of guys, uh, Blaine Krim, who, by the way, another third baseman, uh-huh. 
also plays first base, but he is batting 345 with four home runs and seven RBI so far in eight games. So seven RBI, seven RBI and four home (laughs) runs in eight games, a home run every other game is a pretty good start to the season. As far as I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. I think, I, I think that's, I think that's pretty decent. Now the rest of the team is not batting as well as that, but, and then their bullpen has also had some struggles. They have a guy with a 15 ERA, uh, they have a couple guys, 675 ERAs, but, you know, they're four and four. But they also mm-hmm. have some great guys uh, as well, some names that I don't recognize because I haven't gone this deep into the minors until this year I really decided I wanted to start paying attention to those younger guys, like you said, those international signings and see mm-hmm. how they do. And it's been kind of fun to keep up with all that. Yeah, the international signings especially because they signed – how many did they sign that we went over here the off season? Oh, gosh. And like, you only got yeah. like – two or three that you knew the contracts of and yeah. who they were that there was an actual scouting report of when well, I can have your own. So, you know, I just, I just, I just love watching the minor league game, although it does get, uh, especially like a down East in that league home runs, I mean, it's just home run heavy. So ERAs are going to be high for pitchers. And I'm sitting here saying, you know, the ERAs and the stats and the numbers don't matter. Well, <clears throat> in some of these places like down East in that league, the, the it's home run happy so that's gonna happen you're gonna see if you see a guy hitting 50 home runs which that's not gonna happen to minors but no a guy hitting an astronaut you know 30 home runs will knock it down about 10 for that league yeah uh, so yeah but anyways yeah and then about an area four or five is, is good yeah that's that pretty league. normal in that league so. yeah all right we'll move up to the uh to the rough riders who we talked about a little bit a minute ago but they're playing the Corpus Christi hooks. That's really hard to say. Uh, Cole Wynn has started getting his second start tonight. He did not look great in his first start, 771 ERA, but he did strike out six guys. Uh, it started out great. It started yeah. out great, and I'm looking forward tonight. I'm going to watch again because I'm looking forward. I want to see his development and how he adjusts from that last game because Cole Wynn, pretty good pitcher, and the, the Rough Riders uh, – also have only lost two games. They're six and two on the season. Good start. They won four or five in a row. I think it was four in a mm-hmm. row before they finally lost. And if you haven't paid attention to the minors at double A, they're doing six game series. So each team they yeah, play, they weird. play, they play for six games, which is strange. And, uh, but so far, you know, they've been a lot of fun. I've been watching them more than any other team. And we've talked about, you know, Davis Wenzel already. You've got steel Walker. Who's down there. Who's playing pretty well. You know, you've got, uh, Bubba Thompson. Bubba got, Thompson. Bubba Thompson's been playing really well. Jax Biggers has been playing pretty well. These are guys, you know, that we've heard of. And then, of course, uh, I can't say his name. I think it's Pro Precision, Jordan Precision, the catcher, who actually pitched in a game I watched the other day where the final score <laughs> was 16 to 11. So that was that was a lot of fun. It was a four mm-hmm. and a half hour, four hour, 45 minute minor league game it was a little ridiculous. yeah that's that's the one i told you that i would be in bed by the fourth inning yeah it was it was pretty bad but but i always like no matter what level it's at if you gotta and the, the position player pitching if you didn't get a chance to see it you can probably find it on youtube he was not dealing he was throwing at 47 miles an hour <laughs> he's it trying was, to throw a knuckler maybe it was no it was basically batting practice like it, it looked like <laughs> slow pitch softball and the 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 guy who calls the games down there zach biggers i think his name is uh he he was cracking up at the pitches, man. He's like, and, and he turned two double plays actually, because when you're used to seeing 90, like it's actually hard to hit 47. Yeah, no, it is. And, and ask Michael Young that. Did you ever uh, hear the stories about him at the Dirk Nowitzki charity game? Yes. That Dirk Nowitzki holds in and, and guys are throwing, you know, 
60 miles an hour and he could yeah. not hit it because could it was not. so slow. We, yep. He was incapable of it. And then Mike Bask was giving him a hard time. He's like, I'm not getting you on my team next year. You're the worst player that we have out here because you can't hit. He's like, it's too slow. They're throwing too slow. So Yeah, that was pretty yeah. funny. And then you've got so – uh, oh, go ahead. Ryan Doro, another third Oh, yeah, baseman. yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's hitting over 400 right now. 423, I yeah. believe. So it's, there you go. Three third basemen in the, in the minor leagues. And you haven't even heard of Josh Young yet. So, yep. There you go. Bubba yeah, Thompson, got, we got we got news Bubba on Thompson. that. There. Yep. And then of course, pitching has been really good for Frisco, yes. which is how they've started out six and two, a uh, couple of really good pitchers, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later too. And then you look at triple a round rock where they say people go to die, which is not true, but you know, <laughs> that's like, if you, if you're in triple a, it usually means that, you've either been sent back down or you're kind of in a holding pattern, you know, guys like Delino to shields that they probably want to bring back up when they get a chance guys like Leody Tavares who got sent down to, uh, you know, work on it a little bit guys like Anderson Tejeda, who's not quite ready yet. You know, Charles LeBlanc is another one that we've heard of. So they've got a pretty good lineup. And again, they started five and O, which I think are four and O, which is the best that the express has ever started. So they have had a really good start to the season. They're five and one right now. Yeah, offensively, they've been unreal. Curtis yeah. Terry is a name that I know that we talked yeah. about a little bit, but during the preseason, or I'll keep saying preseason, we're in baseball here, spring training. Yep. Curtis Terry got a lot of looks in the major league lineup. Yeah. And he plays first base. He's right-handed hitting, and he, he he did okay. Right now, he's in 458 with four home runs and nine RBIs. So yeah. that's that's pretty pretty good. And you mentioned the line 467. Yep on base percentage of 556 that at the leadoff hitter and he's they have got him in left field a lot right now yep and john hicks you went you, you talked about the guy that's in holding pattern or whatnot that's kind of john hicks is not in holding pattern he's just kind of stuck because yeah. of what the rangers have right now with jonah heim yep and uh holy moly jose trevino <sighs> okay with what the rangers have with Jonah Heim and Jose Trevino at the major league level. He's kind of stuck right there. And I'm not saying that he should be, you know, he might, he's still pretty young, but yeah, he's a guy that just can't go up or down. So he's kind of stuck in holding pattern there, but he's also a younger player. So yeah. he's getting plenty of at bats, getting every day at bats. Anderson Tejeda right now, I've said it a couple of times. He looked like when he got called up temporarily there with Brock Holt going on the aisle the first time, uh, Anderson Tejeda looked like a, Poor man's Rudnett Odor, and yep. you don't want to hear that. So, nope. yeah, Charles LeBlanc is, is another guy, and hopefully Laoti. They said he looks comfortable, um, looks very comfortable down there. I know the batting average and the strikeouts are still high, low and high, respectively, yep. but they said he looks more comfortable. He doesn't look – he looks more like the guy that I saw in double-A yeah. a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, so that's good to know, and, and comfortable Laoti means – there's just so many things he can bring to your lineup and to the field out in center field. So you just want him to, to grow and just get that experience really. And speaking of comfortable now, that one didn't work. You know, I think, <laughs> I think that might've ended it. Um, no, we mentioned, or we alluded to earlier, some news. Um, we will have probably aired Saturday morning. We'll be talking to a couple of Frisco rough riders in one Josh Stowers and uh, Bubba Thompson are going to join us mm -hmm. on the podcast to talk about the start of the season, their careers, you know, what they expect. So that is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Bubba Thompson, former first round pick of the Rangers just yep. a few years ago. And he has been really, he's been really, uh, 
I don't want to say tearing through the minors, but he's been close to it. He's tearing it yeah. up right now. Yeah. And that's, that's a guy that another one that he can change ball games for you. Yep. Kind of Leo to like what we're saying with Leo Tavares. You, yeah. The, the folks that just work, that just watch the big league team are probably laughing at us right now. Leo, can bring a lot. Yep. He's just got to get there. Bubba Thompson is another player that could do that. And that would be one of them first rounders that turns out to be great. If, if he continues on this path. So yeah, I agree with that. And, and, and uh, yeah, Josh Stowers got in a trade from New York, Rugnet Odor just two weeks before the season started. And that's going to be interesting to ask him what his past few years have been like, because yeah. he got traded twice before this or once before this trade. And he got traded so close. That's a question I have that you saw when I sent you the list that mm-hmm. I wanted to ask him is, you know, what's it like to be thrown into an organization right before the season starts like that? Because it was only mm-hmm. a couple of weeks before the season started when he got sent over here. And I know he's not batting real well right now, but man, his defense out there is pretty amazing. Yeah. And, and, and talking about what it, what it's like, he didn't have any baseball last year. Nope. And that was right after he was traded to the Yankees from the Mariners. Correct. So it's been a whirlwind for him. So he's just trying to, I, I, yeah, the batting average isn't very good. I bet you he's still got jet lag. So. Oh, I bet he does too. Yeah, uh, my goodness. Yeah, but it, he's he's the 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 big name. I guess you want to say the higher higher of the two prospects that the Yankees sent to the Rangers for Ruggie. And yeah, yeah, it, you, like you said, defensively very impressive. Yep. And just hope that he's not a defensive and speed specialist, and he can he can do some things at the plate too. I want to see more bunning out of. That's what I wanted out yeah. of Leody Tavares. Yep, I agree. Put the ball on the floor. Or put the ball on the floor. <laughs> put the ball. Put the ball on the ground and use your legs. I, I don't mean to sound like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, my major league from the movie. You know. Yeah, yeah. You should be legging them out. Well, Leody Tavares needs to be legging them out. He I does. think Stowers does too. Yep. So. But- I'm looking forward to talking to him. Like I said, came over in the Rugnado door trade. So him and Bubba Thompson tomorrow. And like we mentioned earlier, we're going to start doing these probably a couple times a month from uh, Hickory and from Frisco and from Round Rock. We're going to start getting guys on. And, you know, we, we were supposed to have Delindo to Shields one time that didn't work out. We're going to try to reboot that and get him back on the show as long mm-hmm. as, as well as a few other guys. And, and uh, we're starting with this, but with, uh, with, Hickory, I'm going to try to get a couple of pitchers on next because, you know, those are the guys that can really make a difference. I mean, everyone can make a difference, but if you get, mm-hmm. if you can find an ace in the hole down in the minors to work his way up and a homegrown, you know, two or three, number two or number three starter, man, that's a lot of fun. And I'd like to say, oh, yeah, I talked to him back when. Yeah. Yep. Like you can say with Jose Trevino. The one that I really wanted to make it, and this is a side story, but, you know, I used to interview uh, Brett Nicholas a lot. The, yeah. Uh, I remember the former that. catcher. Yep. And, uh, just a super guy in fact we still text occasionally which is weird that's you know, cool because he's such a super nice guy man but anyway he i uh, remember you interviewing him in fact i was I, me and myself you and uh, mr cash were about to get on or no it was it was my first ever ranger report back in 2014 and you, oh, okay you had audio of, of brett nicholas that you yeah. played before the three of us got on and, and talked a lot about Joey Gallo, who was in high A at the time. That's so. correct. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. But that was probably yeah. when I actually went to Round Rock and did a one on one interview with him, which was a lot of fun. But yeah, he was a super nice guy. And I really wanted him to stick in the majors because I really liked him. And, you know, it was a shame that he's not in the majors at all anymore now, but he was a great guy. But yeah, it's always fun to interview these guys in the minors and then later see them. You know, I wish I could have gotten Joey when he was in the minors, but during during his time, I kind of didn't do this near as often, near as frequent, frequently, you know, I did speak to IKF, which was really fun. 
And I, I mm-hmm. mentioned this to you, which is hilarious, but I'll say it, you know, he follows my writer's report account, you know, and that's, my, <laughs> yeah. that's my, Hey, someone important actually follows me, you know, uh, yeah. comment of the day. Well, at least you got one. I don't I got any, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm also followed by my mom. So I don't really know what that means. So although Jonah, he- Jonah Himes dad uh, retweets a lot of, a lot of my tweets. So yeah. Uh-huh, there you go. See, Jonah Himes dad. All right. And on that note, I think we'll go ahead and close it out for today, but CJ uh, looking forward to talking to the minor leaguers tomorrow. And then uh, looking forward to this season working with you. Yes, sir. Same here. This is going to be a busy weekend for us and it's going to be a busy year. So Looking forward to having all the fun stuffs on the Ranger Report. Don't forget to follow CJ on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the Ranger Report. Don't forget to follow the Riders Report. And uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.